Hello everyone and welcome to Let's Talk About It Buffalo with your host Anthony Stevens right here out of the city of Buffalo, the city of good neighbors. Welcome to season number six, episode number 29. Yeah, before we get into the episode, we'd like to take this time to thank all of our sponsors all over the world who sponsored Let's Talk About It Buffalo. If it wasn't for you, there would be no podcast. Thank you for your acts of kindness and generosity toward this podcast show. If this is your very first time joining us here on Let's Talk About It Buffalo, why don't you put your hand together, give yourselves a round of applause. We thank you so very much for joining us here on Let's Talk About It Buffalo, the city of good neighbors. Just before we get into episode number 29, again, we'd like to take this time to express our thanks for everyone who shared the Juneteenth with us all over the world on yesterday. Uh, We did not podcast on yesterday. We wanted to take some time to celebrate with the people we love as we celebrated Juneteenth on yesterday. It was an awesome time to celebrate with family and friends as we look back uh, to this great uh, gathering together and remembering why uh, we celebrate the Juneteenth. So again, we like to just thank each and every one of you who joined us on yesterday to celebrate Juneteenth. Thank you so very much. Again, at the end of the podcast show, we'll give you all of our social media information, our six listening platforms, our website and email address, and also our online merch store is in the description of this podcast show. We'd like to thank every one of you that, again, donate to our cash app. If it wasn't for you, again, there would be no podcast We thank you so very much. Again, we want to continue with the topic of the family. Uh, There has been many questions and many concerns about the last few podcast shows we did on the family. We stopped at uh, episode number three. Uh, Now we're into this episode Uh, continuing part of part three Uh, we're going to continue today and tomorrow uh, with our um, show on the family again it's a four-part series that we're working on and uh, we're dealing with this uh, in a way that uh, we could share with the world all over the place so today as we get into uh, this series on the family Uh, We want to give you some information that will help you grow thereby. Everybody has the opportunity to grow thereby uh, with some of the information we will be giving you today. Uh, We want to make sure that everybody all over the world has the information uh, that we want to share with you today uh, here on 
let's talk about it Buffalo so as we get into a series part three of the family we stopped off at uh, looking at generations of children um, generations of family members um, I was talking to so many people of how they used to live and many of them uh, shared how their experiences was when they were living their experiences of living uh, many of them have uh, shared with me uh, from their childhood uh, how they uh, actually live so tonight I want to just talk to my listening audience a lot of times we don't get a lot of a chance to look at so much of the emails that are being sent in to us and uh, there's a quite a few emails that we receive from the listening audience so we're not able to go through all of them but we go through most of them and try to uh, select as many as we can to uh, pay attention to uh, you know many of the times that we talk about family uh, we talk about the huge factor of mother father and children uh, we live in a different generation and a different time now where there are going to be a mixture of family uh, it could be two women it could be two men uh, however it's still considered as people are saying it's still considered a family it may not be the family that we consider it to be, but if there's two people in a home, they consider it a family. So for the next uh, 26 minutes, I really want to dive into this because of the time spans of what we live in and, and how uh, the changing of family uh, comes really into play. I want to share this with my audience because if you can look around, there are so many uh, different things to categorize or categories from. Um, there is, again, a responsibility that was given to man by God. Uh, you can see that in chapter 2 of Genesis. And also you can see chapter 3 where God created the woman to become the help, helper to the man. As we can see, the responsibility first started with the man. It was the responsibility that was due from man to God. God gave man a responsibility um, and man chose to do Otherwise, um, as God created woman, he told them in his word, we talked about this in a previous podcast, to be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Uh, simply uh, with that being said, there was a responsibility that was due to man as it was to woman. Uh, the responsibility, first of all, came by man, came 
by man. There was a responsibility that man had. The responsibility was told to man what he should do. And then the responsibility was restored onto the woman because the woman is the only person in the world can have a child. A man cannot have a baby. A man's job is to re- to produce the baby simply by his seed. And then it becomes a family after that point. Here's the problem that many people in the world have today. We got to be careful how we deal with the structure when we talk about the family. There's a lot of things that go in with the family. There's responsibilities that the husband has, the wife has, and also the children. The children have the responsibility to obey their parents. And even our Bible teaches us that when children obey their parents, their days become long on the earth. Uh, because of their obedience to their parents. So as we dive into this and we look at this, we see this. This is what's happening right now with the generation. There is a generation who really needs to look at the importance of a family. As I said before, many men out here, many men skip out on responsibility let me say this again i said it in a previous podcast show that men skip out on responsibility responsibility that is due to that family structure in the home now you can't say every man doesn't we're not trying to say that I said many men do it. They skip out on responsibility. Many of them don't take great responsibility when it comes to having their children. As we look at the cycle of young people in the world today, our generation is losing focus. They're losing focus. Many Young people are having babies at the age of 18. Some of them start at the age of 13, many of them. But you got to look at the way the family structure is and the principles that come with a family structure. Now, I talk to many people and they tell me, well, you can't fought everybody and you can't um but in the raising of our children is important that they grow up and become great citizens great men and women um in this world today nothing is ever going to come easy there is a price that we all have to pay. 
um, responsibility does not just come overnight. Responsibility comes with a lot of different things when you talk about responsibility. When you are a real man and you're taking on a real family, it is a responsibility that you are owed to because you're the head of your house. You are the priest of your house. If your children are out of line, then there's a problem that needs to be fixed. There is a responsibility, ladies and gentlemen, that we owe in that home. To make that home successful, we must have parents that's going to take on that responsibility. Many young people grow up thinking that they don't need their parents. Ladies and gentlemen, we need our parents. Because what we have not been through, they have. That's why I sit down and I learn from older people of the things that they have been through and and the different things they're going through now. You could change a generation of people. You could change a generation of people. However you choose to change it. But again, you must look at the format here of how God set this up. God set it up in a way that it is working as the Bible has given it to work. That men and women have a responsibility. Our children are losing sight of understanding how important it is to be obedient in your home. Being obedient in your household. Being able to establish a relationship and being able to respect your mother and your father so that your days become long on earth. When we respect our parents, it helps us grow. They teach us how to become better young men and women because we're paying attention to what our parents are telling us. And I know there's a lot of single moms out there who are facing the absence of a real man in the home. When you could just count on your finger how many real men step up and take responsibility. There's many that ship out and there's many that come to do what a parent is supposed to do. When when you have that, that real parenting things work out because we used to watch the show my family used to watch the Maury Pulpit show we used to watch how 
parents used to be on TV scared of their 13 and 14 and 12 year old child. My parents put fear in us because we knew that our parents was not playing with us. Our parents were never our friends. We had our own friends. They had their own friends. That's what makes the difference. Because all my parents had to do is look at you and you knew that you were in trouble. Nowadays, kids just talk to their parents like it's nothing. When I was growing up, we had to respect our elders. And to this day, as old as I am now, I respect my elders. It's always yes, sir, yes, ma'am. It's been instilled in me. It's been taught to me that way. And because now we see the generations of young people growing up doing whatever they want. And there is consequences for whatever we do. However we choose to do it. It's a responsibility that we owe to each other. It's a responsibility that mom and dad have to take on. It's not, and and another thing, it's not how we give our children everything. Because my parents did not give me everything. I had to work for it. I had to work for Everything that I wanted. Everything that I wanted, I had to work for it. I wasn't getting it free. I had to work for it. I had to do chores to be able to get money to save. If I wanted to make things work, that's what I had to do. My dad was instilling in me the work atmosphere. A job just doesn't come to your house. You got to get up and go to that job. My dad would always say, success don't just come to the door and knock. You got to make success happen. And because we live in a generation now where there are so many children that get spoiled. Parents can buy them anything they want. They can act up in school, still get anything they want. When I was growing up, I could not do that. I had a responsibility in the schoolroom. I had a responsibility to my parents to go to school, learn, and become a great citizen. And and the reason why I'm getting to this point is to tell people we have to go back to parenting our children. This generation is out of control because we're not parenting our children. We allow our children to tell us what to do. When I was growing up, that never happened. I couldn't go and tell my mother that I wasn't going to do something. What? 
I would be on the ground. But the different generation, if you look at my, my parents' generation, their parents back then were very strict because when they said get in the house, they meant get in the house because parents back then did not play with their children. As the generations keep going and keep going, you're going to see a lot of resistance in our children today. Telling adults, no, I was never able in my life ever to tell an adult, no, when they're speaking to me. I couldn't walk and say no to an adult. It's because my parents instilled in me respect, honor, honor, and dignity. I may not like what they said, but again, if it was helping me, it made me a better person. And that's what we have to remember, ladies and gentlemen. Making our children better young people. This world is really out of control. And the problem that people are having is because God is not the center of it all. I'm not saying everybody, but God is not the center point. Because when God created the family, Again, he created the family with a responsibility. Every part of the family has a responsibility. When things are not going right in the home, it's the parent's responsibility to fix it. You can't leave it up to your kids to fix a problem. Because we're hold responsible we're holding responsible for the behavior that our young people do my mother and them used to say when you go outside you represent us when you go outside this home you represent us when you go outside you represent us you don't represent no one else but us. Your responsibility is to go to school, get a great education, and become a great citizen. That's all my parents wanted for us. They didn't want nothing else for us to go to school, get a good education, and become good citizens. After you get older, whatever choices you make in life is up to you. But when you are a child, there is no choices for you to make. When you're 11, 12, 13, you're not the boss of your house. Your parents are the ones who have control over you. I tell young people, when you get a certain age, you can do whatever you want to do 
after you leave your parents' home. But while you're in your parents' presence, you ought to respect them at all times. Do whatever they say for you to do. You want to be successful? Do what your parents say. Now watch this. If your parents are following God, then everything that God promised your parents, he'll promise you. But again, ladies and gentlemen, we have to stick to what I'm saying. We have to remember that every challenge in life, we have to meet it on. Now, single moms out there are dealing with the simple fact of the absence of the father. Even when parents are getting divorced, it's hard for the children to actually see these two people not together anymore. And it makes it difficult for a child to get over it because now they're going to start acting out because now Both parents are not together and it causes friction between mom and dad. When the child goes with dad, there's a friction. When the child goes with mom, there's a friction. Mom saying something about dad, dad saying something about mom, and it doesn't create any boundaries because now you're placing that child against one parent and it doesn't work because now the child is confused don't know what direction to take because now you have played the game you have played the game with this child as we conclude here as we share this again it is important to follow the rules that God has put in place for the family. Because the next generation is looking at us. They're looking at our conduct. They're looking at the way we act toward each other. How do we respond to each other? And while they're looking at us, they're looking at the way that we conduct ourselves in and out of the home. Just take a moment, many of you that are listening to me right now, just think about the time that you grew up and how important the family structure was in your home. How mom and dad had to work two or three jobs to be able to take care of you to be able to get you that bike, to be able to get you that fire truck. Just think about all of the things that they provided for you. Even right now, I think about all the things my mother and my father did for me as a young man growing up. I just think about how my mother worked and my father worked to give me the life that I deserve. And because of that, I'm thankful. And I appreciate it for my parents. But again, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you for joining us here on Let's Talk About It Buffalo. 
the city of good neighbors. Thank you for joining us for season number six, episode number 29. The family was our discussion tonight. It is very important that you join us on Facebook at Let's Talk About It Buffalo. Join us on Instagram at Let's Talk About It Buffalo 9. Join us on Twitter at Let's Talk About It Buffalo 4. Also, you can be a part of our email address. If you'd like to be on our show, you can email us at Let's Talk About It Buffalo at gmail.com. Also, our online merch store and our website is in the description of this podcast show. Also, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for your $1 donations. You can send your $1 donations to Let's Talk About It, dollar sign, Let's Talk About It. Your donations, again, are helping us level up in our podcast show. So we're so excited for this great Tuesday evening. Join us Monday through Sunday from 6 o'clock p.m. till 6.30 p.m. right here on Anchor and Spotify. Don't miss any of our upcoming episodes with Let's Talk About It Buffalo. Again, we are the city of good neighbors. We have some announcements to bring to your attention in our next podcast show. So we don't want you to miss the next podcast show. And we really do appreciate everyone all over the world for joining us on episode number 29. And remember, we're the city of good 